It's exactly 15 minutes to the hour, top of the hour. We've got the news. And of course, we've got to be chatting all things to do with the Comrades Marathon. You'll tell us exactly how you're going with your preparation and how you've received the news with regards to the Comrades Marathon and what was announced today. Uh, but hey. We'll get down to the bottom of it. Wandi Lemdano on Twitter says, well, people's lives should be prioritized. Uh, it can't be put in jeopardy for greedy people running the game behind the scene uh, who wants to push for the games to be played behind closed doors. Uh, what could put players' life at risk further? SAFA President Danny Jadon joins me on the line. Good evening, Mr. President. Uh, good evening, Robert. And how are you? Very, very well. You are fresh out of that meeting with the minister. I know that you know, you're quite busy at the moment, but what was your take in terms of all that was said? Are you in favor of a lot of the suggestions that were put on the table? Yes, I think uh, that somebody explained the coronavirus as follows. He says the coronavirus is like a plane. First, it's on the ground. It moves slowly. Then it picks up speed, and then it takes off. And once it takes off, it's out of control. So if you look at what's happening on the African continent, last week we had nine countries uh, affected. Today it's 23 and growing. If you look at the numbers in our country uh, and look at the United States and look all over the world, that if you have one, it becomes two. And then it becomes a thousand, and thousand becomes two thousand, and very soon it's out of control. So, from a football perspective, we have to take into account the reality of uh, the accelerated infection of our people. And that matter was discussed today. Of course, what has happened is FIFA has called off all uh, FIFA World Cup qualifying matches. Uh, and that affects Sofana, Banyana, our under-20 team, and our under-17 team. We are waiting for the IOC to make a decision on the Tokyo Olympics, but some of them have already indicated that that Olympics will also be pushed out. Then you go to UEFA. UEFA has postponed uh, the UEFA finals, and you must know that is a $1.5 billion uh, revenue for UEFA that has been postponed until 2021. <clears throat> now, in Europe, first uh, Italy, Spain, Germany, they had the idea of playing behind closed doors. And then we, we have uh, the problem that we have players getting affected. The entire Real Madrid team was played in the quarantine. Uh, and other players have been affected, including the Arsenal coach, Ateta. And, and that means that uh, that is also not a 100% safe option. And so we have to say that tomorrow I'm meeting with the chairman of the league to discuss this question. What we then have to take into account, what is the... A financial revenue impact on football in the long term. But uh, we just received a message again from uh, Gianni Infantino to say you want all the federations to put the life and health of uh, the people first, players, spectators, 
uh, and therefore we have to make an assessment, is it safe or is it not? If it's not, we should not continue. Uh, CAF just today uh, postponed the Chan tournament in uh, Cameroon, and of course you know that CAF also postponed the African Cup of Nations, and that's why uh, Bafana didn't play, and also uh, the World Cup qualifiers have been postponed. South America was supposed to start, has been postponed. So you find uh, a shutdown of football all over the world. We've also raised the question that we have 60 players in Europe and we have 20 women players in Europe. And some of those players are playing in what the government term high-risk areas, including a player like Phil Reggiani, who's playing in Italy for AC Milan. And we said, look, when we return to international football, we have to find a mechanism to test these players in the country where they play. Because if the player flies to come and play international match and they get stopped at the airport and then has the place in quarantine for 14 days, it's just not uh, a practical position because the match normally is played within three days. So a lot of these issues we have to discuss with the minister, and we have to now sit down to see how we move forward. So from your side, I, I know that the issue of uh, playing behind closed doors was mooted and it was said that, um, you know, because there's obligations towards sponsors. And what I said to Veli Limbuli is that, you know, the local league is not the only one in the world that stands to lose. Yeah. And should we yeah. be focusing on what people stand to lose when they've been gaining all along, and especially when it comes to people's lives, surely that should matter. And restrictions or communication should be going out to clubs. I mean, Bloemfontein Celtic were the first ones that I heard openly saying that they're going to be taking their players to a doctor to go get checked uh, for the coronavirus. So, uh, you know, we should be getting more of that than worrying about what sponsors are going to do or say. Absolutely. If you look at the European clubs, more and more players are now going to test. As I said, the Real Madrid took their whole team uh, into quarantine and, and want to check them. There are many other clubs with, with players who tested positive. And these was not in spite of the fact that in Italy they play behind closed doors. Uh, there is Arsenal coach at that time was uh, testing positive. So it is a risk. It, it does not uh, protect you from infections as clearly. If you look at the United States, they, there's the Masters Golf Tournament in Augusta. They mm. call it off. There is the Indoor uh, World Championships. They call it off. UEFA uh, 2020 Nations Cup uh, or Euro 2020 was postponed till next year. So more and more you, uh, you find football associations recognizing that actually playing in front of empty stadium is not uh, a total solution. In Turkey, they spend two days to disinfect the stadium, uh, and then they play behind closed doors. Uh, to what extent that uh, experiment would be successful, I don't know. But the majority of the countries who tried it, uh, it didn't work. And then subsequent to that, they would then postpone the matches. The, you know, I, I think the main worry should also just be the the players that 
played professionally over the weekend that they get taken care of because it was already within the height of um, the coronavirus outbreak within South Africa. On Friday already, we had been told by the president that he's going to be having an emergency meeting on the Sunday to address this. And that Sunday was the very same day where he addressed the nation and put forward all the recommendations of what he feels should have happened or should be happening now. Do you not maybe see the need, uh, Dr. Jadon, to, to go that route? No, absolutely. I mean, uh, I believe that we should just postpone the matches. You see, there is a, a, a health issue here. You know, uh, Switzerland said that their biggest problem now is they don't have bed space to accommodate the number of people who are now uh, affected. Last night, I listened to the governor of New York, the state of New York. They, he said they need an additional 1,000 beds and they called the military to, to, to construct temporary hospitals. Now, uh, if you have that doubling and tripling of uh, people who test positive, what are we going to do? We do not have the capacity and the hospital space uh, to, to deal with those issues. And, and, of course, if you focus all your resources, attention, and medical to one specific issue, that's a life and death matter at Metaty, uh, because there's no recognized uh, remedy for, for this problem. Uh, you have to then, those who are sick but can stay at home, you'll have to send them home and leave them. So it's, it's, it's just not uh, the football thing. You also have to look at the capacity to deal with the problem should any of the players or coaches, as the case in Arsenal, test positive. Yeah, because I think the one case, again, and I'm sure you would know this very well, uh, Mr. President, is that of the five Valencia players and their staff as well who tested uh, yeah. positive for coronavirus. Uh, you know, they declared themselves having played behind closed doors, but th- that wasn't enough because they went and tested positive. And I know that a guy like uh, Ezekiel Garay became the first La Liga player uh, to make this announcement. And, and guys like uh, Ilquim Mangala were also uh, those that were tested positive. So they've had to uh, pretty much, what, self-quarantine and uh, go yeah. Well, stay at home, basically. Yes. Uh, so, uh, I mean, the, the evidence is there that uh, playing behind closed doors, there's overwhelming evidence that it's not working. You know, some of the players from Africa who was playing in Europe, some of them now have preferred to, to go back home. And many of the countries on their arrival, they were taken at the airport and put in quarantine for 14 days. So it has disrupted uh, not just football, it has disrupted sport uh, throughout the world. And CAF and FIFA has taken leading positions to postpone all the competition. And you must know, when you come to revenue, uh, FIFA generates four to six billion from World Cup. Uh, UEFA, as I said, generates $1.5 billion uh, per year. So notwithstanding uh, the revenue, uh, they've decided that the interest of the players and the people from a health perspective must be first. What, what would you want to walk away from the meeting having accomplished tomorrow, just in terms of informing the general public, the players and South Africans at large? 
Well, I'm going to meet with the chairman of the league tomorrow. Uh, as I say, I'm not convinced that the uh, playing in front of empty stadiums will work. Uh, you must remember, it's not just the the Premier League. Uh, I was called from the our, our structures where we have a festival for youth football, essentially schools football, and they asked me what must they do. And I asked them, look, the kids are not going to school because it's not safe. Do you think you can assemble them to play football? And they said no. I said, so call it off. So it's not just the 16 clubs, and it affects everybody. It affects La Liga. They have to decide who wins the league, who gets promoted, who gets relegated. Uh, so does the English league. Uh, so does every other league in the world. Uh, our team under 17 is one match away from qualification for the World Cup, the women team. Uh, they have to wait. We said, no, uh, we cannot play now. So it's a serious disruption of world football on the African continent. Botswana has postponed its match, Lesotho, Morocco, uh, Tunisia. They've all postponed their leagues. So this is the message that I will take tomorrow, and then, of course, we will discuss uh, this question. And, of course, the contractual obligations we have to discuss as well. We did raise it with the minister. In England, the English League has asked the government for one million pounds uh, to help them. So, uh, of course, the situation in our country is different. We know that uh, there's no money. Uh, we know the budget constraints. The minister emphasized that in the meeting. Uh, but we'll have to talk to, to see, uh, looking at the total picture, what is the best way for South African football. Thank you so much for that update. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely call upon on your wisdom again tomorrow after that meeting. Thank you so much for chatting to us on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Th- thanks so much, Ed. Uh, Danny Jadon chatting to us, the SAFA president, uh, just uh, giving us his uh, firm thoughts uh, in terms of uh, what his beliefs are, what he'll be taking into the meeting tomorrow with the Premier Soccer League. Uh, and the thought of just playing behind closed doors is not going to gain any favor uh, from the mother body as it seems. All right, after the news, though, uh, Comrades Marathon Association, well, they announced earlier today that the 2020 event will continue as planned until further notice. What does further notice mean? Hey, Rowan James is standing by here in our Durban studios. We're going to be chatting to him uh, to give more insight. I see a number of your tweets as well coming through. People telling me about their preparation, but also what the decision means to them. In the same way that big decisions are being taken worldwide, I'm sure. Can you see Lemanyuni, who's got the latest news, will tell us what's going on around the world.